0: welcome to guys we fucked guys we guys fucked. we fucked i'm christina i'm corinne we're sorry about, about last, last night the anti-slut shaming podcast i never stop
1: <laughs> hello fuckers welcome to another episode of guys we
0: fucked the anti-slut shaming podcast i am corinne i am christina And you guys... Are awesome! Fucking (laughs) (laughs) rule! Thank you so much. We are officially back on iTunes. We just had a phone call. Yes. And you
1: know what got their attention? Your tweets.
0: Yes. Hello. Um, We are powerful. Yeah. You guys, I... Uh, Burn your motherfucking brush.
1: I lose faith in humanity a lot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like often, pretty much anytime I read the news. I never so. had any, so yeah. yeah. So that's better. <laughs> better better path. <laughs> um, the amount of of rage that you guys have shown iTunes and the emails and the tweets and the yeah. articles I can't, I can't thank, we can't thank you enough for doing that because censorship is fucked up. Right. You should have a choice uh, whether you want to listen to something or not. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy that iTunes noticed
0: all of your tweets and they fucking stepped up to the plate. And I think the key was that you guys were saying intelligent things. We got so many letters that you either CC'd or blind CC'd us on, um, tagged us on Facebook. Just really well thought out Eloquently stated things yeah. because you know it, it's fun to say fuck you but sometimes it doesn't exactly cut it Yeah, it's not gonna actually get you what you want all the time also you guys are so smart yeah. and forward thinking so we really sincerely appreciate it. and it was also just really fucking nice to kind of have in writing uh, what the podcast means to you so that was a nice oh, little bonus yeah I, it made us so happy the silver lining um, <laughs> to a dirty iTunes rain cloud <laughs> we did it you guys we did it thanks to you thank you so so much so much that was great yeah we feel great we feel good we feel energized you know who else is having a good week Caitlyn Jenner yeah (laughs) yeah she looked good damn Um,
1: really uh pleasantly surprised again faith in humanity kind of restored because everyone showed so much support and it's so important for people to publicly show support for trans people. Um, I was reading a lot of stats about how trans women have the highest
0: rate of getting murdered basically. Yeah. Because people are uh, scared of what they don't understand. Sarah
1: Benacasa tweeted something really great and I'm going to misquote it. Um, she was basically like Caitlyn Jenner's happiness with herself takes nothing away from you. Oh something yeah. I saw that, that as
0: well. That yeah.
1: general effect. And I was like, that's exactly the point. That's mm-hmm. why I never understood why anybody would want to ban gay marriage right. or any rights for anybody based on race, sexual orientation, gender, anything like it just does. Just mind your own fucking business. And if you don't like right. something, that's okay.
0: Alright, and it's also okay to not understand it because like as we talked about before, it's it's new. Yeah. Something not, new. I'm confused by it, but do yeah. you, Bill? You're like, yeah, I'm confused because uh, you pick up an issue of vanity fan, you're like, why does this old man look better than me that's that's not good that's yeah. not great i'm confused why people eat clams i think they're fucking disgusting but you
1: know what you should eat all the clams you want all the time Caitlyn jenner's uh jaw is
0: amazing she looks good
1: yeah um but then there's a, a lot of interesting um <laughs> um articles about how when he she was bruce jenner Oh, yeah. it's the Dicathlete. He won all these Olympic gold medals, blah, blah, blah. Now oh, she's right, Caitlyn right, Jenner. Right, right. She looks so good. It's all we care about is how good she looks. Well,
0: I mean, I mean but that was what they were revealing on Vanity Fair for her new fucking look. But Laverne Cox had a very interesting <laughs> um, the
1: entry on yeah. her blog about how, yes, trans women, and it's amazing that everyone's accepting trans women in society right. and just being supportive. That's such a huge step. But then... Then you get to the point where you're like, oh, I feel like I have to be pretty all the time. And it's, I encourage you guys to read Laverne Cox's uh, yeah. blog post. If you just Google it. Well, her, because her then you up. turn
0: it, you, you transition into a woman and then you go through the hardships that women go through and then it's just a vicious circle. Oh yeah. So, so it's it, great. Either way, your life's going to blow. Yeah. So, so you're for, first, might as well be yourself. first, you feel bad because <laughs> you're in the wrong body and then you feel bad because you're a woman and then you understand how we feel and then it's all great. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> it's amazing. Yay. Oh, America life. We are the word happiness etc <laughs> etc et oh man uh i saw
1: mad max yes you did you've Holy been amped about fuck. that I, some people emailed and tweeted about like i'd love to hear your thoughts on it i have never s- i this movie go see it if you haven't seen it um it was an incredible movie mm-hmm. i didn't see the first four installments of it um but i i immediately like i was roped in very well written very well directed and i realized after the movie i had never seen a female character portrayed the entire movie she wasn't trying to fuck anybody mm-hmm. she wasn't trying to be hot she all she was worried about was escaping that fucking old gross dude um forgive me i don't know the technical terms but uh <laughs> i think old gross dude is pretty i mean it's technical. like what he was he was like a, pretty technical he was a dickhead anyway i didn't i'm like oh my god this is the first time i've ever seen this in a film mm-hmm. what the fuck like she i just i was so blown away at how she didn't try to fuck tom hardy right i couldn't believe that there wasn't even a little bit of sexual tension between that like nothing of that because that wasn't the point of the film the point was she was trying to escape and be a badass bitch and she kicked ass and she made this crazy like little transformery truck thing i again don't know any of the terms
0: did you see lara croft tomb raider
1: yeah i did and i liked that yeah i mean i didn't see any of these i was just literally acting Uh, I did see Lara Croft Tomb Raider because I love Angelina Jolie Mm and she looks super hot in that movie. But again, she was sexualized. Charlize Theron in Mad Max was not Mm -hmm. sexualized at all. There were other women who were like perfect tens who were made for the, they were the breeders um, and they came out of the truck with Charlize Theron and they, they're models, they're supermodels. Zoe Kravitz was there, fucking all these supermodels. Mm -hmm. So they looked perfect and they were Scantily clad, but that the point was they were the breeders. right um, There's just so much good shit about this movie, and it was so. I I sound so cheesy, but I really felt fucking empowered and badass after watching it. I can see that. Um, and I just I was just amped. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's go home, steven I'm gonna fuck you.
0: Well, also, I felt and a, I did. I felt empowered after I saw Spring Breakers. as oh, I know you I did. Love that movie. Yeah. yeah, I went to the strip club right that after was, that one. That was a big. uh Yeah, that was a big. See,
1: if women felt more empowered, we'd fuck more.
0: Uh I mean, that's true. Because you want to fuck when well, you feel empowered and good. When you good. feel powerful, you feel sexy. And when you feel sexy, you want to fuck. Yeah. So feeling sexy doesn't necessarily mean that you want to fuck, but like no. most times it does. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. At least the idea is... But I, entertainable. I also and I and I appreciate that there are different you know representations of women in film but I do never want to get away I when I go to the, the movies I would like to still always see good looking people. I mean she was still good looking. Yeah she no, was no, covered no. in
1: dirt with a shaved head and wearing like cloths. I'm like god damn it you're still so beautiful. Well because sometimes
0: I feel like people get off that and then, yeah of course we should have an array of people but it's like also then when people are like oh let's have bad looking models. No let's not have bad looking models because then I should be um, not that I'm bad looking but like the job of like a model is to be supremely good looking like that's kind of the whole like I wouldn't want a doctor who just like wasn't good at being a doctor right I see what you're saying
1: the only thing with that is though with the marketing and stuff they're only showing thin hot women and it makes guys stupid guys not every
0: guy most guys i think are not this stupid but they used to be um just think that all women should look like that oh well that's i don't care what, what guys think that's their problem oh good they can do whatever they want that's and the, they can and I mean, absolutely that's a good way and to women we- feel pressure too to like it's a good look way, way like to that. weed out idiots well, no. oh totally and also yeah yeah i mean you shouldn't feel if you think that you should look like a model i mean therapy <laughs> i would say <laughs> hashtag therapy yeah i would say
1: um oh and then one other thing we wanted to talk about what what high school was this dress code
0: bullshit in? I don't know shithole oh, shithole
1: what the high fuck, high school yeah shithole high yeah
0: I, I fucktard I, I don't,
1: Central I'm not sure Central Academy of fucktards. <laughs> Except all the students
0: were great and the administration sucks. To go back now, I don't know which high school it was. It was Fuck Tart Central. I'm on this one, it's a specific one. So anyway, there's been a lot of talk about uh, school dress code. How? Yeah, school dress code. It's been a problem. I mean, this is something that I've I noticed since I was like, I don't know, ten. Did you ever get uh,
1: talked down to by a teacher or, or reprimanded? for Oh, something absolutely,
0: <laughs> Miss Gentile, my science teacher, who like a crusty turtle, um, <laughs> real Sarah. crusty bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I will say I never had like a hot. The only I had a hot teacher, and like now that we're shaming based on this, but whatever. This is this. I think there's a point in this. Um, it's it's something that you know. Unfortunately, women do this to make women who they feel are better looking feel bad oh anytime you call someone it's, it's a slut. tactic you either can't fuck the person you want to fuck or yeah. you're jealous and some insecure for yeah. whatever reason so yeah no she definitely told me my shorts were too short i'm like i'm 12 i wasn't even fucking thinking about my shorts like you're making you're making things m- me think about sexual stuff when i'm just trying to think about how much i hate science yeah well you know, like let me concentrate on the point when i was in seventh grade my math teacher uh,
1: I was wearing it was the it was the year of Beast Spears, you mm-hmm. know, looking all hot. I, I am familiar oh, with her. God. Anyway, uh, I wore low rise jeans, and mm-hmm. there was like a little bit of my stomach showing when I like reached my hands up. And she came up to me at my locker, and she said, "Why are your pants so low? You look like a slut."
0: Nice. And,
1: yep. Yeah. And uh, I, I just I cry, I was like shaking. I'm like, how? Why would she call me that? And I didn't know. I didn't have. The sense of self that I have now, so I I knew what she said was wrong, right. but I was so paralyzed by my anger and uh, and upsetness. Oh, that I didn't do anything. Yeah, I wish I was there, people.
0: dude. Shit like that used to happen in my high school. I was in the principal's office so fast that people's toupees were flying off, and I would and I would write these articles for the school newspaper. I would get, used to get people in trouble. Like, oh my! god I mean, good. You should. I was a maniac. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, let's start. Let's start this. Well, my ninth grade. Field trip to a a,
1: like a local camp that had pools. The girls weren't allowed to wear bikinis, but the boys obviously wore swim trunks. Right. And uh and I got I was like, that's not okay. But that was ninth grade. The slut thing was seventh grade. So I was like, I'm a new woman. Yeah. And I marched down to the guidance counselor's office because the principal wasn't in. And uh I was like, This isn't fair, and he was like, sorry basically go fuck yourself and i was like okay and i convinced all the girls i was like let's just show up in bikinis they can't do shit and mm-hmm. that's exactly what we did and mm-hmm. no one said shit
0: yeah absolutely no in my high school they tried to they tried to do this thing where if you were bringing someone of the same sex to prom you had to sign you had to have your parents sign <gasps> a permission slip and i wait wait fucking saying you weren't gay no, 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 no. Saying that your parent, no, that parent knows that you're going with, with the a, same sex with someone of the same sex. Holy yeah. shit, are you serious? And then when I brought it up, they were like, "That's not true." And I was like, "Well, really?" Because uh, somebody, my friend, who wasn't even a lesbian, was just kind of wanted to go with a girl. Yeah, I know a lot of people who did that. Uh, she, she had brought it to my attention because she knew that uh, I you would. Get- <laughs> I would get pissed and make a think About it and I yeah, did good. and then they denied it ever Happening and then of wow. course DiFi Got involved it Hell was a yet, whole Di-Fi. big thing um, Yeah but then, and then also Things like I, I used to wear a pentagram because I was you know I was fucking the crafts I was into witchcraft But I wasn't just I was like I had books on witchcraft And stuff I was like very into it mm-hmm. uh, And then some a teacher I remember told me she was like oh I don't Like what you're wearing that's like Satan I was like number one you're Dumb as fuck and don't know anything about paganism Because anyone who knows anything about paganism Know that, knows that it's an earth based religion has to do with Satan, uh, and number two, I was like, can you imagine if I went up to someone with like a star of David or a cross, and I was like, and that I just like Satan <laughs> shit on, or just shit on it in some way? Yeah, you're just ignorant. Are you, ignorant. Fucking, are you yeah. I, I, out of your mind? Like, what are oh you talking but about? But now this is
1: interesting though. What do you think about the counter article uh, argument? We had a girl write us. I don't have the email up, but uh, she was basically pissed that she was she was wearing a crop top to school, <laughs> and she <laughs> was pissed that the that she got reprimanded for it. Now. I don't wear a crop top to work because I would get asked to leave and stuff. So this is an interesting... I wear crop
0: tops a lot. Yeah, it's but, just not. You got to know so where's if, the line of dress code versus. You just got to know when you know? it's right to wear a crop top. It's just not like you wouldn't wear, you wouldn't wear a bikini to a funeral. It's just about like having the fucking mindset to right. the, the just an awareness of yourself to know just what's an appropriate thing to wear to a place. Yeah. <laughs> the in, most interesting part, though, about that email is she emailed us right back the next day and she right. goes, success.
1: The principal let me wear it. I argued with him and I said it wasn't fair. And I was like, well, power to. You. Oh, yeah, good for her. If she won that argument. Fuck fuck yeah. yeah. Great. All you got to do is throw in a little, don't discriminate because I'm a woman. Everyone's like, ah, PR scare.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's the worst thing you could wear. No, it's certainly not. And the whole,
1: like, you can't wear... Your tank top straps have to be thick. Fuck, is my bra strap really distracting you from getting an A on your math test? Or is it because you smoked a lot of weed this morning?
0: Bras are just very annoying. And like, believe me, if most of us could go without wearing them, we wouldn't. Like, you know how hard it is to keep a bra strap under... Your sleeve. It's, it's very difficult. It's a big struggle. You It's guys. very difficult.
1: And then they and then they twist in the laundry and then you don't realize it. And then you're on the train you're trying to unstare and everyone's hard. like, Do you have Tourette's? Are you okay? And you're like, I just fucking bra It's
0: very bra shops are so annoying. They're right? very <laughs> annoying. Um, all right. So yeah, no, and then so we didn't even read what this graduation oh, fuck, tart high. Fucked hard high Wrote to their <laughs> students So they put out A fucking flyer And it said Ladies colon Which number one I just absolutely hate Ladies I hate when they say that uh, I agree Anytime anybody so says annoying, ladies just sh- Because don't. it's like It's just Not your girls You're in high school Ladies It's just annoying Ladies So there's a long bullshit thing, but it says, the second part says, choose modest attire. And, and this is graduation. Yeah. Dress and code. modest is, uh, of course, in bold, because God help us. I can't read, mister. Um, no belly showing. Keep, quote, the girls covered and supported. The girls. And make sure that nothing is so small that all your bits and pieces are hanging out. So no crumbs. Please remember, as you select an outfit for the awards assembly that we don't want to be looking at at quote sausage rolls as Mrs. Elliot calls them Mrs. Elliot has not got fucked in a long time Uh, as you get dressed remember that you can't put 10 pounds of mud in a 5 pound sack you fat fuck oh they didn't put the fat fuck part go out into the world and be somebody yeah, you
1: can do anything, but don't be fat and don't be ugly in my presence. Most importantly,
0: don't be fat.
1: My favorite part about this was the high school. Oh, it's Upper Adams School District. I thought it was a fucked hard high. Damn it. Um, they released a, a statement. Mm-hmm. And this is what the statement said. And I'm reading it verbatim. The administration acknowledges that some individuals have found certain language in the document to be inappropriate or in poor taste, dot, dot, dot. The document was drafted years ago, and the author of the original document has since retired. And they spelt author A-U-T-H-E-R.
0: Maybe you should concentrate on spelling a little bit more than sausage rolls, buddy. Guess what? I think Harvard accepts people with sausage rolls, but probably not people who spell author E-R. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh! I would guess. You got served, bitch! (laughs) Oh, man. Just. What does
1: it mean you can't fit five pounds of... Of goo and a 10-pound bag, 5-pound bag. What no, the fuck? It's, it, it's
0: like 10 pounds and a 5-pound. So the, of the, mud? The bag is only meant to hold 5 pounds, but you're putting 10 pounds in, so it's going to be... So you look like a fat, disgusting whore. Exactly. Okay, good. i just made sure. Yeah, that's cool. exactly what that saying means. <laughs> um, we're very excited for...
1: This week's guest. Honored, Holy I would say. Holy shit. Honored. One of the baddest bitches in the land. Yeah. Very, very lucky. Which we tried her. to convince her. And but she, was, she like, was being very modest. Very modest. Like a true badass bitch. Like a um,
0: fucktard high graduate's dress.
1: Uh, you know her, you've seen her work. She's a stand up comedian, she's an author she co-created a little show called the daily show on comedy central did
0: you hear about that that
1: was created by two chicks two two women one of them ladies one of them was our guest and (laughs) we are going to be uh, on a show hosted by her Mm -hmm. saturday june 14th at 8 p.m at the creek in the cave isn't it a sunday oh shit what's june 14th (laughs) god damn it i was all yeah it's sunday (laughs) don't
0: remember Sunday Sunday, Sunday June, June 14th. 14th it's a show at 8pm before that there's gonna be a whole carnival like starting about 3pm at the Creek in the Cave which is located in Long Island City uh, it is Queens but settle down it's like one stop away from Manhattan so just yeah, come. take the 7 one stop calm in, down you'll it's live it's very easy to get to they have excellent Mexican food um, get some sausage rolls on there we're here. gonna be doing some sexual storytelling some stand up we're gonna have a lot of awesome people with us including David Crabb oh my god David Crabb guys you gotta meet David Crabb he's the shit Um, and a lot of other people that we love, Leah Bonimal, will be there. Uh, you can get advanced tickets by going to LPJsexstories.bpt.me. We'll put all the links and stuff up. We highly recommend you coming. It's going to be a really fun, awesome night. And it's part of Lady Parts Justice, which Mm -hmm. Liz will explain what that is in the interview. Mm -hmm. But,
1: uh, basically it's outing local politicians, um, who have anti-choice, anti-women, uh, uh, beliefs and they're trying to enforce laws that take away women's rights to choose what she wants to do with her body, right. basically. That's not fair. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Liz,
0: Liz Winston. Winstead. Do
1: what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck.
2: Hi! I'm just so excited to be here, and we're in your clubhouse. You're you are. You're in the Lady Parts Justice Clubhouse, which is uh, an undisclosed location in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, I love it! So cool.
0: I like being an adult in a clubhouse.
2: Yeah, well, the idea of clubhouses are great. It <laughs> is, and adult clubhouses are good because there's booze and a backyard <laughs> and um, and cleanup. Everyone has a job to clean up, so it's not as groovy as like. It's like teamwork, though. I like yeah, that. I know we are a team an organized club team
1: so um thank you so much for for doing this podcast we're so excited you're such a badass
2: oh I don't know about
1: that you really are
2: yeah no you're kind of a badass
1: do you you know you're a badass I know I I know that
2: I don't I don't know that I would call myself a badass because first of all that would be assholey it's like (laughs) one step above being saying I'm edgy Uh, (laughs) you can never call yourself things others can call you that And then you can be like, wow, you know what? I hope that that'd be cool. If I was a badass, like,
1: (laughs) that'd be cool. That'd be awesome <laughs> Well you are And we appreciate it Well
2: thanks <laughs> I appreciate that
1: So we like to start at the very beginning Because mm-hmm. this is a podcast about sexuality And we have so many questions for you about Lady Parts Justice yes. And your career And women in powerful positions But mm-hmm. let's get to the nitty gritty of the mm-hmm. where how you grew up Where you grew up And what, your, what the beginning impression of sexuality was
2: for you Ah uh, I was born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota Catholic family, youngest of five kids uh, so sexuality was a whole lot of rubbing your vagina on things in lieu of having boys <laughs> stick their dinks in you
0: we, t- we talk <laughs> about dinks. rubbing vagina oh, often often
2: yes. yeah because oh. it's like wait this feels good what the hell i know i'm gonna just keep rubbing it on this stuff <laughs> did yeah. you have
0: like a go-to rubbing place because like for me mine was my bedpost. Bedpost is was good Same. um i there was a there was an
2: uh an, a, a sort of lazy boy arm. Yes, they're thick. Well, they're thick and they're also at standing distance. Like you could just yep. like kind of you right. can just walk up, up to, to it, it and, and straddle it and just yeah. kind of... And also you can watch for people coming home. Because it's right by the window. Usually. Which is crucial. Because you know, it's like, yeah, you're right there and it's like, oh, oh I better stop rubbing on this thing. Um, <laughs> and then I met a boy who I decided to have sex with, a hockey player, Mm. a mulleted wonder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I got pregnant the first time I ever had sex.
0: Oh, yes. yeah. the first, I didn't know it was the first, first time. time,
2: first time had sex, got pregnant, told denial oh. for like a month and a half. Cause you know, I wasn't supposed to get pregnant cause I was on the dance line and, oh and I, you no. know, I was, I was oh, marrying in the music man. I wasn't going to get knocked up. And then I got knocked up and he was a total dick. Oh, God. Um, oh, Yeah. When I told him, he literally said, were you on something? And I said, I was on you. Like, I, like, I, I literally, were, weren't you there? Were you awake? I, 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 I thought that me being on top. <laughs> Would be part of the not me not getting pregnant part because when you know when you're because this is that young thing.
1: And, and Catholic family like the, a lot of times they're like the only prevention of se- pregnancy prevention they teach is don't have sex abstinence but that yes. doesn't work
2: well and also and this is where I just get so crazy about people who are anti sex or anti birth control or think there is some controlling of the human. Desire and condition, mm-hmm. and it's like since the history of forever, people have fucked. There has yeah. never been an age of abstinence. Did anybody study the age of abstinence in college? <laughs> no. Never happened. No, because there never was. Yeah, one, like right? we've even stopped alcohol
0: drinking at one point, and yeah. it's still going on. But like never even no so one went to, to Canada. No, more
2: fucking when it's yeah. not drinking. What else are we gonna do? Because you're bored, <laughs> right? And when you're young, it's like I'm sorry, it's fun and it's free. Yeah. So it's the like. In fact. <laughs> It's the most fun thing you it's can like do. It's so exciting. And when you're broke, you can do it. When you're rich, you can do it. And you're like, this a th- good is Wait, Yeah. I've never thought about it yeah, like that. It brings everyone together. Exactly. And so instead of being a dumb fuck and moralizing about the world you wish there was that has abstinence and unicorns, like, why don't you just realize mm-hmm. the world you live in is one where everyone fucks and yep. not everyone. And sometimes they're going to get pregnant and not everybody should have kids or wants to have kids. And so... If you're not going to try to prevent that from happening... Um, then you're just part of the problem. Like when they go, you know what? What we want to do is reduce the number of abortions. Mm-hmm. And the way we want to do that is to remove access to affordable birth control. At that point, you're like, who let you in the fucking door? The most like, bad make words. that person leave. That person should never say anything out loud again <laughs> in, in relation to this issue. Yeah. It's But there's so many
1: fucking schools that teach abstinence-only education. And I'm well, like, what yeah. the fuck are you so afraid of? Well, yeah. and there's Is it the abortion thing? Like, why are you so wise Because
0: we're just a culture of people who are scared to talk about sex especially in America and they're like even adults like I've had adult teachers like like laugh like a Harajuku girl in front of me when I brought up the mere mention of like homosexuality or anything like this and I'm just like I thought you're the adult give me guidance
2: well and that's the whole thing it's like are you kidding me that you like have not had great sexual experiences because my only conclusion I can come to is that people who can staunchly say things like, why don't you just shut your legs or, oh, you know, boy. stop having sex or, you know, it's like, wait, you're actually saying the sex I've had is so awful. I don't need to have it again. Yeah. Like, that is really Speaking what they're saying. Yeah. Cause we all know you have a podcast called guys, you know, we fucked. And so it's like, okay. It, once you've had great sex, you want to have it again. Mm-hmm. And you, you'd be like, yeah, I'm doing that again. Hey, you know what? You should try this it's thing. Like, I did because it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no, there's no not having it because it's. Why would you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You lose weight. It's fun. It's exciting. It's you're sweating. M- you're out your pores. stress. Everything yes.
1: about it is good if you're in a comfortable situation and you're amped about it. Well,
2: and when you think about. Back in like the 30s, 40s, and 50s, when housewives would go to the doctor, and they would jerk women off at the doctor, like that was what, like really? Yeah, I know. Oh wow, I didn't know. Please that. more oh, info. Oh my god, yes. So women who would have problems in their marriage and they would be hysterical, like part of it was <laughs> that they would go to the doctor, and part of what great. OBGYNs did was. Pleasure women because they hadn't had orgasms from their husbands, and so women were going to the doctor. And part of the doctor's exam was literally like oh, third base. Yes, amazing. read up on it; it's kind oh. of amazing.
1: That oh, oh, were I they all we male doctors, female doctors, oh, and,
2: what female doctors? Honey, yes, yeah, it was up the until the, that up, a up until the seventies. You you had to get permission from your husband to get a credit card, and he could commit you to an insane asylum if he thought that you were mentally unstable. That me you want to cry. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm, women were going to the doctor all the time. <laughs> like,
1: I am so healthy, God. Tim. I, yeah. Oh, God. I just got to
2: go get an exam. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? I don't know. There's something wrong with I don't know, something in my eye. I got glaucoma I got, or yeah. some shit.
0: I don't know. I got to you know, so Was gotta this go. like a known thing? Like, could they, or did, was it only like
2: women knew? About women knew about it. I think, yeah, women knew about it. And men doctors knew about it. Um, Would the male doctors get <laughs> erections when they were doing this? Well, I don't, I don't know. I really I don't ima-
1: know.
0: I, mean, I would I, guess sometimes I would honestly, yes, sometimes, sometimes no. Yeah. The same as, you know, when you know, actors I, get, do love scenes and sometimes yeah. they get hard and sometimes they Wow. Yeah, I
2: mean, I don't know. Have you ever gone to a massage, had gotten a massage and had any kind of release? I, I don't like dude dudes massaging me.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah, it's so <laughs> Have weird. Have you ever we got
0: aroused when a woman does? I work at a yes. spa actually. So. I get aroused
1: during massages so I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I just don't want a dude doing it. Because when they go in between your butt cheeks, like that's like a new move that I've recently had done to me in the past couple massages that I've had. And I like asked all my friends, I'm like, is it normal for them to like spread yes. your ass yeah. cheeks? And they're That's like, the Oh yeah. Part. Like, Cause I was like holding them tight. I'm like, wait, why are you doing that? I don't want them like that. But so
0: I don't know. I always have a girl do it. We had a couple's massage and I made her get the guy. Yeah. We had a switch, <laughs> but I feel comfortable after working at the spa with Basically anybody doing it.
2: Yeah. I don't care. Although one time I had a massage in, okay. It was like, it was from central casting. I was in Aspen <laughs> from the, for the Aspen comedy festival. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went to a spa that, like, the Real Housewives of Aspen go to. Oh. Because that's just, well, it's the only spa that's there. There's no, like, you know. There's no, like, like, mall spa or something. Or, like, you know, the Chinese spas. Right. None none of that. Everything's that. So I got this guy who looked like Spicoli. (laughs) And his name, and I'm not kidding you, was Earth Vibes. But (laughs) E-R-T-H-V-I-B-Z. Oh boy! Yeah, so Earth Vibes oh my God. was my masseuse, and Earth Vibes decided to have a lunch solely made of—I think the only ingredient was garlic. Oh, so Earth Vibes was like <laughs> rubbing on me, and then getting really sweaty, and then he fucking smelled like oh, sauce, Ew, and I was like, human gravy is like oh, gross. Shit. And and then he and then he was coughing and they got a cough, so he's like <laughs> reeking of garlic. And then he's like had to take like a five minute break because of the coughing. And then he's like, oh, I feel so bad. I'm gonna give you longer. I'm like, Yeah, no, I do not want any longer. I smell like bread. <laughs> Like I oh smell like garlic God. bread Earth vibes. I'm not I'm not taking what you're putting out no, here. You know what? Earth vibes was giving off some bad vibes.
0: <laughs> how shit. how do you seriously introduce yourself to someone as
2: Earth? vibes Here's the deal. He didn't. Talk like he gave me his business card oh, okay. after the Isn't massage, it? and he had all of his skills on the card, and it was literally like you know wind chime assembler like he has oh like the God. worst he's like an snl skills. character he's like an snl character of uh. of like some new age like someone who's really really bad at new age Holy it's shit. like new age fail that's amazing <laughs> yeah oh, you, did you read the card after that massage you're like yep that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah earth vibes you yeah. know what you know what's not on your card masseuse or <laughs> yeah. oh, garlic lover um, neither, neither <laughs> of those things are on the card. yeah gravy creator yeah <laughs> human um, gravy <laughs> boat
1: So when you got pregnant the first time you had sex, what? how did you find it? like were you barfing and you're like wait this is weird why am i sick every morning like how did you
2: find out i didn't get my period and, oh and that's really it i didn't have any
1: because did they have pregnancy tests in the pharmacy well, and you can just go did, in and buy it the no you.
2: they were newish and so they were oh. really expensive mm-hmm. and i didn't have the money to have a pregnancy test so what happened to me was i was like fuck and i went to the boyfriend and i was like well, I'm just gonna try to go find out I'm not pregnant. He's like, well, yeah, go do that on your own. So he totally, oh, how sweet was a dick. Wow. And so I got on the bus and I saw an ad for one of those crisis pregnancy centers. The religious one. Yeah, the religious kind where they're not really clinics and they're they run trick by the enough getting Christ. abortion. Yeah. yeah, and they spell Christ with a K, so yeah. you know they're not like <laughs> all interesting. Real smart. Yeah. So you go there and it's usually like it was. This place was a house. Like one of those barn, you know, houses, like you walk on the front porch and you go in the door oh. and then there's like leaflets everywhere and there's oh my God, no I'm person. So and, well, at first I was like, Oh, this feels nice. Cause they had like all the creepy Catholic artwork we had up in our house. Oh, too. Okay. You, know, like those, you know, those praying hands that are cut off at the wrist. Oh, my best know, like, friend's yeah. Portuguese. Yeah. I know all about yeah, this. I'd like, like to help you. I can't. You know, <laughs> go to the shop. So, um, So then there's just a sign that says, you know, go into the bathroom and pee in a cup and leave the cup and then someone will be able to see you. So I did that.
0: Oh my God, this is so
2: cryptic. It's so creepy, right? (laughs) So I go and I pee in the cup and I left it there and I'm waiting and then somebody comes out in a lab coat and I'm like, oh, here's the doctor. And then I was like, oh wait, people at Clinique counter also wear a lab coat. So (laughs) no, probably not a doctor. And then brought out the book that we've all seen of those mangled, um, you know, like Fetuses that are mangled, that they say are like babies, and they're like, "So, um, you're pregnant?" And I was like, "Oh, "Oh, I couldn't. No, I can't. I can't be." And she's like, "And this is the size of your baby now." And then shows me the mangled fetus, and then literally turns the page, and it's a picture of a six year old kid on a bike. And I'm like, (laughs) "Your mangled fetus and the bike? Like, you you learned all this from my pee? Like, this was crazy. Like, I wasn't. I was 16, but I wasn't that stupid. Right. I was also terrified. I never wanted kids. I was just." Like, and you knew that right away. I you knew, knew that, that young. from when I was little. And so she ran through my options, which were carry the child to term and keep it or carry the child to term and give it up for adoption. An and then I was like panicking and I was like, what about abortion? And I couldn't believe I said it because I was proud of Catholic and we like never talked about abortion. And, uh-huh. stuff. and then she said this, which I thought was so manipulative. She goes, abortions against our law. Ooh. right our it was, law it was capital oh right. yeah. so it i creeps. heard at 16 abortions against the law uh-huh and i don't really know but that seems plausible so then i was more terrified because i was like did i just ask this person to help me commit a crime and then i was like more scared and more uh-huh. freaked out and um i, I kind of panicked and i was like i um i think i gotta think about it and she says take all the time you need Oh, Jesus. And that baby grows. Yeah. And so I walked to the door and she actually said to me, "Um, just remember your choices are mommy or murder. Oh. Bitch. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, you know, (laughs) and it was. and, And so that's the thing that's really creepy. It's like you're 16 and you're scared. And this adult is basically impersonating, aside from your parents, the two people who you trust the most, right? You're a person of God and a doctor. Yeah. She's neither. Um, and then that person basically says, your life is insignificant and you're a problem. And it was terrifying. And so I didn't know what to do. And I got on the bus and there was an ad for Planned Parenthood, but I didn't know the difference between Planned Parenthood and this place and whatever. Mm. But I was like, I'm panicking. And I went to the Planned Parenthood and, uh, I got an abortion and they were really nice to me. And they were like asking me questions about my life and questions that I could have answered. Oh, you know what? I think I maybe after all want to have a kid. You know, Mm -hmm. but that's not the answer to the questions. The questions were, no, I don't want to have a kid. And um, so it was fine. And so it's so interesting. I've told the story before publicly and I wrote about it and, and it's like, people like, well, why don't you talk about the abortion? I was like, because the abortion doesn't define me and it doesn't, it wasn't traumatic. If you would like me, the fact that people want to hear an abortion story Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they want to hear some level of contrition from you. My story is different than many other people's stories, obviously. Right. But I think part of what's so telling is when people want to hear it. It's like, why? Do you do you think that it scars everyone? Do you think that mm. um, not wanting to have kids is um, something I'll always regret because I'm, oh. I'm 50 and I don't regret it because I did other things, the mm-hmm. things that I always wanted to do. So it's really interesting and and when I hear people say talk like they go well, why did the gay movement move so far ahead? And the, you know the, this issue is still something we're still fighting. And I think it's because abortion doesn't define us. You right. know your your sexual orientation is who you are. You know, and this is not having an abortion is not who you are. It's something no. you did yeah yeah it was a choice you made it's the choice right. you made and so people don't want to be defined by the choices they made they want mm-hmm. to be defined by who they are yeah absolutely you know and so those are the two different things and so it you know oh, well that one poll i love no i love this no, story. The,
1: i forget his fucking name the politician who voted against abortion and then his ex-wife and his mistress he forced oh, them to have Scott a di- fucking god
2: or like, de like oh my, and, and he's sir. a doctor he's also a doctor so I know it's terrifying well, that those
1: people have saying anything. Well, can... You know,
2: they always say, um, the only good abortion is my abortion. You know, it's like, I've had my abortion. Now I'll be judgy <sighs> about all of it. No, but that story is crazy endless. There was another yeah. OBGYN in Texas who serves in Congress named Michael Burgess, who actually said that we need to lower the, uh, the weeks that you can have an abortion, because he witnessed a male fetus masturbating, and I'm like, first of all, <laughs> no, you did Yeah, first of all, they didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you,
0: no. Second
2: no. of all, if you did, it explains a lot. <laughs> and, and third, <laughs> if that's true, you're on shrooms. Then transvaginal ultrasounds are child porn, and we should stop them immediately. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like shut so, that down. so, shut it down. So I feel like sometimes. <laughs> you got to play their weird rhetoric game. Yeah. Cause it's real nuts. Like yeah. what are you talking about? You saw a fetus masturbating. You supposed certainly didn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That kind of stupidity makes me so <laughs> angry and I can't, it, it makes me angry I, I, to the point where I can't articulate myself.
2: Well, and I feel like, yeah. people, because I know I'm right. And so many people, you know, people are living their lives and they're really busy. And I don't think they really get that these people every single day are coming up with laws or they're Or there's people who are just making up shit about, like, gestational periods of fetuses and all this other stuff. And it's just like, you know, if when people find out that, like, 30 states in America allow a rapist to sue for custody if he impregnated a woman Mm. from her rape. Oh, God. You know, and you're like, wait, how did that happen? Well, it happened because we're all busy trying to have lives, and these people know that. Mm -hmm. So they sneak in these laws, and they propose these laws. Like, there's been over 300 bills proposed and or passed just this year alone of trying to curb some kind of access to either birth control or abortion care. And it's like, that's why we started this lady parts justice thing because it's like, I just want to through humor, through what we do, expose these shitheads that are either politicians or are people who are feeding a narrative that's not based in science or facts. And to say, you know what? If you have used a, a Planned Parenthood or another kind of clinic for birth control, for affordable, you know, pap smears. It's our job to like stand up for them because they Mm -hmm. end up kind of doing the healthcare work and being their own advocates. And we've all benefited from that. Every woman I know has been like, oh my God, I don't know what I would have done. I couldn't afford healthcare. That was the one place I went to get pap smears and breast exams and stuff. And so it's like, you know, it's fun. So we have this clubhouse and we're going To start traveling around the country, meeting up with other people in other states, and having them kind of say, Hey, get together if you're going to get together with your girlfriends anyway, yeah. or male friends have some wine figure out who the dipshits are you're yeah. locally and they're and you get them at the local level yeah. which is so brilliant yeah. because yes. before Stop they get them. to congress
1: yeah. yes. and before they yes. have so much power and money yeah and because
2: they're doing all of this and no one's paying fucking attention well, and to it's it it's nothing more boring than a school board election but seriously no but it's so important and so why not get together with some pals and be like let's have some wine let's figure out who these people are you know Maybe we'll get people registered to divorce. Maybe we'll yeah. go door to door and go, did you know that Bob Smith is like a crazy person who wants to like remove sex ed from like, yeah. you know, school, school books and stuff. And people I think would be so happy to have really nice, fun people showing up at their door being like, Hey, just wanted to give you a little heads up here. Yeah. You know, or did you hear this local radio guy? He's kind of a moron. Yeah. You know? So it's uh it's a way to just incorporate giving a shit about, you know this issue and other people into your social life. Yeah,
1: and La- Lady Parts Justice is such a great website. I was browsing it today, yeah. and I love the map. And you can click on every yeah. state and you get the five fun facts of like all of this bullshit, like yeah. these bullshit policies. And it's so, it is so fucking important. One thing my dad always taught me, and he's a staunch Republican, and our views economically are similar, but socially are just not not on the same page. Yeah. But he always used to quiz me on who are you voting for, why are you voting for them, and he and it and it used to piss me off when I was a teenager because I'm like. I don't care dad I got other shit to worry about yeah. and then as they get older I'm like dad I can't afford like health insurance he's like oh really well who's your local politician that you voted into like all of that mm-hmm. that's you gotta nip it in the bud yeah and that's nipping it in the bud and you're doing it with humor and it's fucking it's so smart it's well, so smart you
2: also can like you have a chance at winning on the local level because yeah, so right. few people are paying attention oh no one votes no yeah. one pays attention so if you're like wait a minute we can actually stop some of this shit mm-hmm. if, because no one's paying attention. How fun is that? Like yeah. that is righteous. It's oh my great. God. It's
0: just a bunch of senior citizens usually. Like I still yes. vote like absentee ballot for Union, New Jersey. Yeah, what I need to just to you know help the hometown.
2: <laughs> it's better than CrossFit. And it always it always, <laughs> always
0: makes me so
1: mad every time I hear um, people being outraged by something a comedian said because I'm like, how about you channel that outrage into something that's actually going to do something? I know. So go to your local politician who has a policy that's exactly what that comedian joking about yeah. and make a difference there. Cause well, like your internet rage is doing nothing.
2: And I've always said, um, how is it that what I've said has shifted the landscape and the social viewpoint of you? Yeah. Oh, it didn't? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It didn't. You're gonna be okay. So I mean and that's the whole thing is people people jump on advocates, you know, it's, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. And so in some levels, I'm like, you know, be a little bit more mindful of people around you, you mm-hmm. know, there is tone deaf things that happen. And it's kind of like, you know what, maybe you should diversify your portfolio of life so that you understand the needs of other people and the experiences and where they come from and stuff. Um, by the other hand, it's like, if you're just looking to pick a fight, uh, I, I'm not. I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm. I'm tired, and I got a clubhouse to run. Yeah, <laughs> got clean this clubhouse, <laughs> and, and I have right. a glass of wine. So fuck you. That's right. Go. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're on the ground, and I, you know, it's and it's like they don't ever consider to like the amount of death threats I get or the amount of bullshit see. I get. It's like, yeah, it's How, real. how, how yeah,
1: long what, has that been happening? What is that
2: like for you? What does that look like for you? Do people tweet at you? Yeah. Well, what happened was so I. I'd always been doing benefits and stuff ever since I real, you know, I, like I had my abortion, and then when I got became a comedian, I was always doing benefits for, you know, reproductive rights. And stuff you became and a comedian in like
0: your early twenties, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And then, um, and then I just always did it, but I wasn't like totally pound the pavement person. And so in 2011, I w- I went back to Minnesota and uh, finished my book for six months, and and that's when all those crazy extremists took over the Congress and started passing laws, like and it was nuts. And so I called up Planned Parenthood and I said, well, I got to drive back to New York in my van with two dogs. Why don't I do some benefits for you along the way? And they were like, who are you? And I was like, yeah, I know. Never mind. I just want to do this. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I got this. (laughs) So my first benefit was in Pontiac, Michigan. And I drove up to the venue and there was 200 protesters. Oh, wow. And I was like, holy shit. Is this what it's going to be like? Were the they having time? signs like? Oh, signs! What did they say? Oh, you know, abortion's not funny, and I'm like, maybe not to you. Maybe to some people, it is, but it's like they also think you're doing a bunch of abortion jokes. Which, if you want to do abortion uh, jokes, I've got a couple that I think are pretty funny. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's this whole please, you know, everything that they say is based on them thinking you have the same viewpoint of. A fertilized egg, right, right, and if you don't, if you don't have a religious connection to it, it's, it's, you know, and, and it's not an intended pregnancy. Um, you know, there's, there's many people who just feel relief that they can move on with their lives, and so, so from that point forward, and I saw those protesters, I was like, um, this is gonna happen a lot, I think, and it happened every show almost had Holy not that many. Sometimes there was a lot. Sometimes there was a few. Well, it um, just shows how necessary it was that you were there doing that. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's hard. reinforces
0: what you already kind of yeah. knew. And
2: then Twitter and, and comments and Facebook, you know, like they call me pro abort comedian. And then they try to have zingers like, oh, boy, you love abortion. I'm like, Oh my God! How much Breaking do news. I love it? Breaking news, but then you just fire back at them. They're like, "How many abortions have you had?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't keep receipts." So disorganized. The shots my accountant. Yeah, that's right. I'm totes. I'll let you have my records. I, I don't know anybody. But it's it's not. It gets to a point
1: though where I feel like those protesters are not. I c- I can't believe that they are standing up for in their heads your fetus, the fetus, like it's something bigger, like religion. It's They just it's, hear trigger words And they're trying also, to be a fucking hero. There's that hero mentality. Well, and that's like,
2: the part that's the scariest thing, like the hero who thinks I'm going to take somebody out who's a messenger of what I yeah. don't believe. But at the end of the day, how can it really be about the fetus when they work as hard to remove sex education, access to birth control, you know it's like things that prevent you from being pregnant should be as as fundamental to your cause if you cared about the fetus and then also mm-hmm. making sure that programs were in place for you know a, 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 if someone decides to have a baby and they are a low income person yeah And none of that's in in place. You know, there's judgment the whole way. There's judgment if you have sex. There's judgment if you have an abortion. There's judgment if you keep the baby. People have treated, especially people who are are like economically disadvantaged or low income people. Apparently, you're never supposed to have joy. You know, and you're blamed mm, and you're right, shamed. you're poor, so Yeah, why not? so yeah, how dare you? You know, when you see these crazy restrictions on, like, WIC and, and um, yeah, I was
0: going F- to say, you can't even buy, well, like, a
2: snack food. Like, right. only, like, bread. You eat bread. heaven forbid your kid have a birthday cake. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, heaven forbid you want to buy a nice piece of fish. Mm-hmm. Really? You're going to ban stuff? You can't buy yachts? Really? Yeah. The yacht? You know the yacht lobster crowd? <laughs> they're using their uh, tan of money, you know, it's just absurd I
1: mean they're acting like you want to fuck as many people As possible and then go to abortion clinic After abortion clinic and just rack them up Yeah, Like that's how they're acting Yeah, And I don't, you can't get through Like you no.
2: can't, there's no way to get Through to stupid people And I think that our point is We just have to let the stupid people be stupid And what we want to do at Lady Parts Justice is just do a little bit of of like um, shaking the trees a little bit and getting people who didn't quite understand, Mm -hmm. oh God, this is really shitty and giving them a place to go where they don't, where they feel like I I belong here. This seems like a thing that I want to do. This seems fun. This seems like something I can incorporate into my life because time and time again, we just end up like, panicking when a bad things happen. You know, I'll oh, sign this petition, get out there, pour money into something you don't know. Oh my God. Oh my God. Right. Susan G. Coleman. Oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and instead we need to create a, like, a community and a lifestyle. So you're always on it. So you're kind of paying attention. It's like, uh Oh, that dou- douche bag alert, that guy's coming down the pike. Everybody yeah. gear up and you already have your plan in place. Cause you're already talking to your friends and you're already paying attention and mm-hmm. you can make it really awesome. So we feel like it's just incredibly rewarding. We're going to um, Alabama and Mississippi in July in a bus, 11 of us, because um, those clinics are going to be under assault 24-7 for a week. Mm. And so we're going to set up houses in Jackson, Mississippi, and in Montgomery, Alabama, to provide food, karaoke, games, um, drinks, uh, and just a place where people can reset. Because a lot of times people forget these clinic workers in some of these states, and in not just like in the South, New Jersey. Like, if you go to work... And there's people out there protesting you, calling you horrible names. Then you're doing your work, and those people have permeated into the heads of people who need to have abortions to make them question whether or not they're they're even smart enough to make a decision for themselves. Mm. So you're counseling them and then you leave and you walk through the gauntlet out and then you get up and do it all over again. Right? So part of what we want to do, which I feel really excited about is give people a reset, tell them that they matter, tell them their work is important. We can't do the work, but to be able to say, we are with you. We oh, support God. you. That's we so we have your back. And it really is. Cause when I do these Planned Parenthood shows and what started out as six has now become like, 51 of the independent clinics and all this stuff. Like, it's the one thing people say is thank you for coming. No one ever comes, Mm -hmm. never, never thanks us. And it's like, that's easy. Yeah. That's an easy thing to do. Oh, wait, I'm going to come and go and throw you a party because you're awesome.
1: Yes, please. I and that probably means the right. world that probably mm-hmm. changes their lives because what, what would otherwise be maybe a decision that one of these fucked permeated into their head, that they're a horrible person because they're choosing yeah. to do this. You're changing the course of their lives and like lifting the shame of, of yeah. their choice away. And it's so, it's so great that, uh, you can
0: do that with something like a cat, like throwing
1: a fucking party yeah. and using humor is the strongest way to lift shame.
0: I'm it it's a pay- way to get people interested because people don't want to watch something educational, not, nine times out of 10. But if you put a funny video on the internet where most people are, you're hanging out anyway, they can be like, Oh, this is funny. And wait, I think, uh, did I just learn something?
2: Yeah. And then when you go to the website, you're like, Oh, here's this other scary shit. And like, everything is in language that people Mm -hmm. use. And we're not afraid to swear. And we're not afraid to be like, fuck that shit. Yeah. We like fucking, you know what? turns out no woman ever got pregnant from a vibrator. So (laughs) guys get on board, uh, be part of the thing. Yeah. 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 So I think that that's right. And so hopefully you know, as we grow, we're just, we're not even a year old, you know, we just started last July. Yeah. So as we move forward with baby steps, it, it feels like when people see us on social media and in person, they think, Hey, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I got some cool people in my life that could get together and Make some noise. That's the key. Make
0: it make it something that's actually like, people feel like they can do. Not because I think so. So many times we're presented with these huge issues, and you're just like, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna go watch Netflix yes. because it's yeah, just too, it's it's too much to digest.
1: And, and Lady Parts, the website is a is a hub yeah. for every everything you need to back your arguments. When yes. people are like, sexism. What do you mean we're we're equal? Like, oh, shut the fuck up. If I have I one know. more dude, dude, I
2: know. I'm gonna kill like, all what of them. What are they talking about? It's <laughs> like, oh, oh, male privilege. Seems like all we're talking about is women. It's like i'm sorry maybe all we're talking about is women because um it's not in a good way it's because we're either trying to get paid equally or be able to walk down the street safely Mm -hmm. get access to birth control uh get access to health care uh Get some paid leave, you know, just shit. Oh yeah. Things so can you take have, care of my baby. Things that you don't have to like had. yeah. Things that you don't have to even think about. Yeah. You know, I mean it's like when you even ask guys, like when you walk out the door, do you think about what you're wearing? Do you think about what route you'll walk? Do you think about if it's dark? Do you think about any of that? Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. They have to. Must be awesome. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I wonder what that's like. It's yeah. It's pretty incredible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and arming people with the knowledge is the best thing you could ever do.
2: Well, and what's been so helpful is, is like other movements, like, you know, I've been a political status for a long time. It's like, it's, yeah. it's like where I, where I traffic in my comedy and it was really easy to talk about. Um, you know the hypocrisy in in gun rights or in politics, and this issue until like social media and stuff, and we saw the rise of these freaks. Now there's a person to point to to say, "That's crazy. Mm-hmm. There is no legitimate rape. Women can't turn sperm into scotch or whatever he said we can. Our vaginas do, so. don't lock out <laughs> no, the we're, sperm not we're getting rape. No, there's no lockbox. Oh, yeah, God. I know my uh, right. my crypt- kryptonite lock." vagina yeah <laughs> so yeah and so when they started saying this stuff that baby's masturbator there was some woman who just the other day said uh, there's no ver you can't verify rape and incest therefore we should not include it in um, abortion laws and it's like
0: what it's like it, if a tree it, falls what? in the woods it, does anybody hear it like i thought you're own, dna still existed did we not have dna it, did it even happen i don't yeah. know it always burns the worst in my opinion yeah. when it's from a fellow woman i'm yeah. like
2: oh but <sighs> no I, you were the one who i thought don't would be on my side girl. if anyone no but you know what it goes people back to my facts, thing have you never had awesome sex yeah
1: honestly i really i think you are 100 correct because people who who don't have a satisfying sex life like you can like these fucktards that are saying this shit i'm like you don't appreciate sex you should have i wish upon you great sex yes. so you can understand what the fuck we're talking yeah. about
2: i mean if you always eat boar's head turkey you're never gonna really like turkey you're gonna yeah. be like you know what i don't really need turkey yeah you have a
0: just tur- lost our sponsor
2: oh boy <laughs> no, um, you know but you eat a turkey on thanksgiving dinner uh Come on now. It's roasted and it's juicy and it's amazing. You would never give up that turkey. So it's the same thing. Basically, they're having boar's head sex.
1: Yeah. And they need fucking Thanksgiving sex.
2: That's right. And they need Thanksgiving turkey sex. That's all. That's what I'm saying. If Thanksgiving somebody turkey gave sex them some all. Thanksgiving turkey sex. They would change their tooth.
0: So we kind of jumped from, uh, 16, uh, to present, 16 and pregnant. So to yeah, to not. there's a lot that ha There's a lot that Yay. happened in the middle. You've had, you've had a busy, very productive life. So, um, were there any other sexual experiences, uh, after your first sexual experience that kind of stand out or have kind of paved the road for your sexuality that you can recall
1: because was that good sex when you had the abortion when you got pregnant oh, I and then doubt
0: it I mean you that know was what? your first time it was
2: it was it was weird because I don't I this is the one thing I remember about the first time I had sex was, there was that weird, like it's going in and then it's in like, the, yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's in, like it's like, in. Oh and, it, and, and then you're like, like a Venus <laughs> it, yeah. no, because you're like, you're like, like it's great. And it feels good kind of going in. And then there's that point from halfway in to in and then you're like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hurt. Okay. It doesn't hurt. Nothing hurts. This is awesome. I think it's all that, you know, lounger rubbing Yeah bit. I was going to say I was like <laughs> You Everybody must have because That I... lazy boy Was worn yeah, so out I, By the time I got yeah, fucked. So I, I didn't have uh, I didn't have like Painful oh, First time awesome. sex So I've had a series Of I think It's interesting Because I do think Part of Not having sex Right away And like Having it be A lot of fingers And a lot of Like other things Really allowed me To figure out What I liked where I needed to be touched all all that kind of stuff so I I have been pretty proactive in getting people as good as they can be and and saying what I need And what I want And stuff like That's that That's
1: great Communicative Like 69 oh.
2: it's always like That's stupid I'll either fuck on you Thank you, you, fuck
1: you. Fuck If up. you're me, licking like, me I'm gonna bite your dick off yeah. Like I don't you're know not. what you want You're both
0: like Getting half the experience yeah. I know so And no that. one No one likes a half ass BJ Yeah Come on. No. Because you're no not one. enjoying You're not enjoying it As much as you should And then you're, It's just oh. ugh. Ugh. ugh
2: Right no. I, We have actually never Talked about this on the podcast yeah, The 69 no. thing That is such Like I'm accidentally rubbing my ass On your face It's not sexy It's not fun No one's focused I'm trying to balance. And and I also feel, too, like oral sex is one of those things that's really fun to tease somebody with, to get them going, to, like, you can, like, be super um, coy and fun. And, like, Mm -hmm. it's an experience that Mm -hmm. you say, you know what? This is about you right now. Right. And so that can be really fun. It's really fun. And then if you are like, this is all about you, I have found that that has been returned. The guys who won't go downtown are failed. Failed. Done.
0: Yeah. And in sixty nine year I'm my I never want my nose that close to like a man's Butthole. anus That it's not I don't like my nose. Well, that, it's because it's like position. If you're oh, really? licking it, I don't, I don't I don't mind my I don't want my nose there. I'd <laughs> rather just, have my mouth. I know because I I'll like lick a lick a butthole
1: yeah I'll, yeah like I'll a lick butt butt hole. Hole. I like yeah, I a butthole I like to lick a butthole my nose but there, when you're 69ing it your nose is like you're, in your, it the dicks in your you know, mouth either way but then your nose is in their butthole yeah either way of, sometimes. either
2: yeah who no Depends matter how big who. their balls are big big huge balls <laughs> big big balls <laughs> I just, I just Man. made yeah big balls are mm, poor things I just think it seems uncomfortable yeah the
0: whole situation seems uncomfortable to me that's a lot of balls Balls, penis. I don't know. That's yeah, a lot of outside. Yeah. It's a lot of outside. But it's less complicated. Like it's just there.
1: You're not like, what's inside?
2: You're like, well, there it is. There's yeah. the balls. Your the
0: vagina is also not as complicated As people would have it seem It's not I mean I figured it out
2: No I figured it out really fast <laughs> And I figured out how to make it all work Now do you have vaginal orgasms No we just, I do
0: I, I do with a
1: vibrator oh, See, very We interviewed of, yeah. a girl and
2: I know girls who are
1: like I come from intercourse Like, I come from a penis in my vagina Like, And I come and I come and I come I'm like teach me your ways yeah. I
2: don't know how what is that I like? don't even know I don't even know that that is something you can even like figure. Uh, maybe
0: it's, it's either something the you makeup of your out. vagina. I thought it was like if you can roll your tongue or you but can't. The like fact either can't, can. yeah.
1: That we're all sitting here going, "Is it? Is it?" There's no no
2: research and no studies and nothing on trial, the vagina. Trial and error. <laughs> it's so right. annoying. I'll make a tally. Well, that was like an um. I rena- you know it was like Orange is the New Black when they finally um, pressed the whole do you pee where you have sex? Oh, I love right? that when she looks in the mirror and she's, she's like, like oh, I designed my own vagina, yeah. you know, Laverne Cox. And yeah. it was like, cause I think that is a question that a lot of people don't know the answer to. Yeah. I think they think you pee from where you, have
1: sex. I, well, I, I found that I out when I was, was like 13 time, or
0: yeah. 14 when I was a child. Yeah. And I was like, shut up. You're wrong.
2: Yeah. Well, you're once so you wrong. read, are you there? God, it's me, and Margaret. And there's the pencil <laughs> and behind the A and P you're kind of, if you didn't learn it then, yeah, then I don't know why you're learning it.
1: So you you kind of establish like good sex being important early good sex on being
2: important early on, and I've had um, I would say I've only had a couple of bad bad sex people.
1: <laughs> is it because you just there's just no talking to him like because sometimes you have sex with someone and you're like it the, honestly the chemistry is off it's not necessarily that they're a bad lover yeah but it's just we're not vibing the rhythm i'm going this way when you're going that way and it's not working out you know
2: for me it was one guy who like refused to let me be on top which was really weird he just didn't feel comfortable and it was like that seems dominantly <laughs> bizarre. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. Um, so that, he wouldn't let that. Like so he weird. like w- he was like I can't do this. <laughs> like I was asking to oh. shove a mel- you know Marmaduke up his up his, up his urethra. <laughs> you know, what I want to do is introduce some kind of weird you know bat yeah. <laughs> in the description. Yeah, so that was weird. Um, and then I, I had sex with a really uh, twenty years younger than me guy. Oh, what's that like? It was awesome. That sounds awesome. It was awesome because. It was a relationship that was like, I knew that it wasn't going to like go anywhere. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, it can be this thing for now and it's really fun. And it was, I was much older. It was just recently. And, um, so it was like, you go do your thing and then I, but I go to bed at 10. <laughs> so that's, but that's like when I go out. Yeah. So, so like. perfect. So come and fuck me and then and then go, go on out with your night. Yeah. it's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. So that was really great. That's awesome. Yeah, that was really great, and it was like, whoa, girls my age aren't like this." I'm like, "They won't get me there," but you know what? I wasn't like this, you know, 20 years ago either. Does
1: does sex get better as you get older? Yes. Really? Way better. That's what I figured. Yeah. No, because I'm having the best sex ever now, and I look back at the sex I was having five years
2: ago. I'm like, oh, sex gets way better because you and I, you understand yourself more, and you have more confidence. Confidence is the key.
0: Yes. You know, and
2: Mm -hmm. how often. Are women ever taught in any sphere that we live in to ask for what we want, and more importantly, to yeah. demand what we want? And so it's like, yeah, I don't like that at all, you know. And to just like, can we just here oh, we go, here we go again? Guess you just I'll look at the clock. Yeah. So <laughs> it really does get better because you are just in tune, and you can start doing the dance instead of you know being led. You are a participant. Yeah. And that, and because you have grown to know all that it's pretty fun
1: that's awesome that's what i figured like i'm i feel like by the time i'm like fucking 40 i'm gonna be (laughs) nailing sex well it's also
2: too it's once you once you prioritize what sex means for you um it's as you get older i mean some women are very learn very on and understand that um a sexual partner can be just that, but some don't learn that for a long time. And so when you can place proper emotion onto it, when you feel like, what do I want from this person? And also for me, a big difference was, as we talked about earlier, I never wanted kids. So when I look for a partner, whether it be a sexual partner or somebody who I want to be in a relationship with, I don't have that to consider. Yeah. Will they be the a good father? Will I sex oh, with? Oh, that's interesting. You know, where's this going to go? And it's like, this is going to go... Until we roll over and eat. Yeah. (laughs) Because
1: mm -hmm. people talk about biologically, you're attracted to people because they would reproduce a good baby. Yeah. And they go, so you don't, you don't obviously have that because if you don't want to fucking have kids, then that's not a thing for you. So
2: then there's other things to consider. Like, do you consider me an equal? Um, You know, do you want to travel? Do you like the same music I like? Are you a cretin, like politically? Like those (laughs) things matter to me because all of that is a framework for a lifestyle. Yeah. So it's like that kind of shit's more important to me. So like, and that can, you can break that shit down pretty quick. It's like, Oh, I met you at a, at whole foods. Chances are we're going to knock some shit off or at the co. Oh, you have a shift at the co-op. Okay. I can probably knock some, you're probably going to be, someplace in the realm of goodness, you might be an asshole as a person, but at least I know I can knock you off the bad politics, blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That's
1: nice. You have your little checklist.
0: Has not having, has not ever wanting to have kids. uh, I feel the same way. Has that been like a deterrent for some men? Because I, I come across that. Like, I mean, I'm 29 and I feel like this is time where like people are like this next girlfriend might be like the one. So for me, I thought this was like a great selling point. Like I don't want kids, but it turns out it's a bad selling point. Yeah. Well, I,
2: what I discovered was it, twice I got, I was in really serious relationships mm-hmm. and at the beginning of the re- relationship, I'm always like, you know what? I really don't want kids. And then they're like, okay. And then they, the d- relationship develops and continues. And then like a year, a year and a half in, um, when then you still don't want kids and they're like, well, but I thought it was like, you thought right. your penis was magical is what yes. you thought. And that somehow mm-hmm. I would be changed. And there's no amount of you that's magical enough to change what I want. Yeah. So I'm not willing to compromise there, and then the relationship ends because I'm like, I am not gonna be the person you settled for and that you resent because you wanted to have kids.
0: Both times mm-hmm. that happened? Yeah.
1: Wow. Interesting. Cause I, I know like I've i know women have done that, but I feel like stereotypically people would think that a woman would be more uh if the guy who doesn't want kids, they're like, No, you do it's it's kinda of like good to know that men do that too almost. Well, like and absolutely. And what, We're all human, it's a human
2: thing, it's not a woman thing, it's well, a human and, thing. And in both of those cases, you know, part of me felt kind of resentful because I felt like you didn't trust me. Like right. you didn't believe me. Yeah. You thought you I was thought kidding I was not that know. up because I wasn't sure about us. But once I read the right man, that was all going to change. And it's like, no, you know, so you kind of sold me short on top of it all. So it was sort of bittersweet that it ended because this person didn't believe me.
0: Yeah. Cause you were upfront uh, from the beginning and that's yeah. all you can do. What, what two ages were, did those happen at?
2: I would say around 28 and then mm-hmm. again at 35.
0: Perfect. I'm excited for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. I mean, that is a that that is part of why my my last relationship ended because uh, my ex-boyfriend was just like kind of ready to go for with like marriage and kids. And he was kind of like, why invest more time in someone who doesn't want
2: that? Well, and I would just say like really find out about somebody, like if they want kids have- wanting kids. Mm-hmm is not something that changes a lot for people. Right. Sometimes you don't want kids and then, um, or you think you don't want kids and then you grow into wanting kids. It's less likely if you want kids that you're going to be talked out of wanting kids. Okay. And so when somebody yeah. says, I really want kids... Be like, I'm not the girl for you. Right, I don't want to invest Absolutely. any more emotionally for either of us. People
0: yeah. always convince me that I'm gonna want a kids, and I'm like, I keep getting older and keep not wanting kids. Yeah. So when is this gonna happen? Yeah, I'm, and wait, also, I'm waiting patiently. And also, what you were saying,
1: like, I know what I want. Why don't you believe? Yeah, me? why don't, don't you bullshit. believe me? That's, That's one like of the, the worst. Yeah, <laughs> one of the first things I like cleared with my boyfriend I've been with for four years was like do you want to have kids at some point? I don't want to have kids for a very long time, but I definitely want one at some point. If you don't tell me now yeah. and I'm out. Yeah. Uh, what's the point? And until you get deep in and he was yeah. like, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want kids. Just not right now. I'm like, okay, that's all I need. Yeah, that's all I perfect. need. Perfect. Just yeah. settle it. What's the most um, sexually adventurous thing you've
2: ever done? Oh, the most sexually adventurous thing I've ever done. Let me Or think. like
1: nerve, the thing that made you the most like, oh shit, am I actually
2: going to do this? Um, probably, um, uh, you know, it's, I mean, part of it is like, I had sex on top of a hotel roof. Oh, that sounds oh, good. Which romantic. is fun. Um, but that's romantic. I would say probably... Letting someone blindfold me and tie me up, mm, yeah, was pretty fun. fun because you don't know what's coming, and then it's like, oh, okay, what's that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, and and, the, and like someone had a plan for me to do that, and I was like, okay, that's <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah. So uh, I think that was, I think that was really fun, and then having sex with someone um, right that I was in a show with uh, right before we went on stage to perform. That was pretty. That's oh, say. that sounds oh, great! And the cast had no idea we were like in a relationship, so that was really Ooh, fun. Ooh, cool. that sounds really fun. Yeah, that was really fun. So I'm just trying to think if there's anything I did that I was ever scared, and no, I mean I feel like I feel like I feel like sexuality is adventurous. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you, you know, seem to
1: get have a real handle on it from a young age of your sexuality, yeah. and no, really um, self doubts about it. it
2: Yeah.
0: You have a fearless attitude, which I think is great and very comforting for people to hear because you know, it shouldn't be scary. Even the fact that you just kind of were 16 and you're like, okay, I am pregnant. I need to handle this. I'm going to go handle this. Yeah. Like that's great. Go handle your shit like a big kid. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, it's also too, when you're 16, you know, you run the risk if you tell anybody of the gossip train being so profound That you can't, like, I was terrified to confide in anybody because I just felt like the whole school would find out
0: so i mean your parents obviously know now right they know now when did they find out they
2: found out because i didn't have enough money to pay for the abortion and they got a bill and so it was like a whole thing and they called my brother and then they were like what is this and you're going to hell and then i had to go talk to the priest and wow and and they were like you have to go to these rachel classes which are like you know these classes where you repent and I was like, I'm not going. So then I couldn't take communion anymore in the church. And I, like, it was the whole thing. Oh, God, yeah. So it was, um, it was like a bummer, but I, it was like, and my mom was like, don't talk about it. Don't write about it. And I was like, I have to talk about it and write about it because people feel really alone with this and I'm not going to let them feel alone. Yeah. And you have to like, if you think I was a bad daughter, do you think I was a bad daughter? And she said, no. And I said, well then, um, then you just need to love me and think I'm a good daughter and understand that. And if you need to pray for me, you need to pray for me. But people shouldn't be alone with this decision. And I refuse to not talk about my story because I don't want people to feel like they're sitting with stuff that maybe they don't have anybody to talk to when they're 16. That
1: that type of certainty is so inspiring and it's infectious. Like It's it's really going to help people. I hope so. Because a lot of people, ever since we started doing this podcast, we have people write to us all the time and they're like... I thought I was I was gonna go to hell for masturbating yeah. or having sex, and some of them are like. 20-year-old people who have, like, I've had sex with my boyfriend before we're married. I'm like, yo, girl, that's
0: totally cool. Yeah. Like, you're going to be fine. People yeah. feel like they're the only person who have done something. And done something. I'm like, if you've done it, chances are, like, a lot of other people have also done it. That's and you can right. choose to be in control of the situation. You can either crumble and cry
1: and be really upset, or you can choose to put your big girl pants on and fucking own it and be in control.
2: Well, and what kind of God p- would put this shit on earth and then... Be so ruthless and horrible. I mean, this mean God these people worship. I don't even understand. <laughs> they fear I think about God. That all
1: the time. <laughs> they fear God more than they fear the devil. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense to me. Cause I thought that guy was supposed to be the good guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, from a very yeah, young age, I've you? always been, just-
0: I've always had the theory that like, I i can't love a God who like wouldn't love me kind of a thing. And like, I, that's something I mean, I think I made that like saying up when I was like 12 <laughs> or something. And I'm just like, and I never understood that. I was just like, no, I mean like God doesn't hate gay people. And if he does, then like God sucks. Yeah, what God kind, of, what kind of God creates something
2: so we could hate it? Right. That's yeah. like not, a, that's no. not, that's not, that's not even like what that. a, yeah, that's a human thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, like if you're a God you're like, I'm, I'm like in charge of shit and it's
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right. So whatever everyone does,
2: I'm still in charge. Exactly. Like God is, doesn't need nurse. Narci- if there's a God the God doesn't need narcissism or control because you know, you're God, you made all this shit. Like yeah. I made you Right. like seriously, for real, mic dropping all over the place. Yeah. God. every day yeah. I made all the things yeah, <laughs> yeah. including scientists and birth control yeah. and sex and your clitoris so use it all <laughs> so um, done. and good night
1: yeah. um so really we really want to talk about too uh your your work in cr- creating co-creating one of the most amazing programs on television the daily show yeah I did that and being yeah, that, that little
0: project that. you
1: worked on it was really cute and I like it you know that was sassy. Um, <laughs> What's it like to be a woman in power? What's it like to work on that show? Mostly men were the staff, created the staff. Two women created the fucking show. Yeah, right. You're the boss bitch. You're the fucking badass, like, you created the show. But how is were there instances of sexism and people not taking you seriously because you're a woman, even though they're working on the show that you created? You know,
2: I think it's interesting because. It was like, it was one of my very first TV jobs, and it's that job. I, I mean, that's, that's kind of nuts, right? Yeah, that is yeah. nuts. And so since it's a show that had to do with news, which I had a passion for, hypocrisy in news, which I had a passion for, politics, what I had a passion for, um, there was really nobody who was as um, steeped in all of those things than me, even though I didn't know how to run a show at all. I knew about those things intrinsically, You knew the world so well, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't experience sexism from my staff. And I think part of that was, you know, first of all, when we launched the show and we put out writer submissions, uh, we only got two from women. Yeah, I remember reading that. Two. And they weren't good. And so I was like... I gotta go with what's funny, yeah, and I gotta go with what what can sustain every day, or what I could feel like somebody who knew because
1: you're doing more of a disservice if you're hiring the hiring the woman just because she's a woman, That's and then she's the, the least funny there, can, yeah. and they're like
2: women are funny, right? And so for me, I think what I think what garnered the respect from the writers was two things. One, I had no interest in hearing myself talk or having my joke be the one that got in the show. I had a very profound investment in making sure the best joke got in the show. Mm-hmm.
1: You're e- you no know, ego. No you didn't ego. Have an ego. And you just so, wanted the project to be yeah. good.
2: And so if I killed a joke, um, they often saw I chose a better one. Or if I had to write a joke, which happened a lot, like when, when the network calls you and they're like, kill all that. And you don't have time to assemble the writers and you have to put it in there. And then you go down to rehearsal and they're like, Oh, that joke's awesome. Who wrote that? I'm like, I did. So once they realized that I was as funny and sometimes funnier than them, mm-hmm. there wasn't somebody who was inferior who got a job making decisions for them. They trusted my judgment. And the second part was I defended shit that was good. And mm-hmm. I didn't win any friends at the network by fighting for material. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I but developed gotta do it. a very loyal... Um, group of writers because they knew I wasn't going to win every battle, but there is nothing worse than being on a writing staff and watching your boss or your leader never fight for your work. Mm. Like that feel is so demoralizing because it's like, what are we here for? Yeah, what's the point of the show? That's right. And so I think they saw me fight for a lot of shit, um, sometimes inappropriately. I mean, like I just <laughs> didn't know. Like how, how? What's a thing that you fought for that the network was like, you can't say pussy or oh? I don't know, well, whatever. there's a really great story where uh, it was like. The joke was, um, something about Jerry Falwell and Mm -hmm. then he was, um, and it was like, he was like, I think it was like George Bush blowing the Christian right. And they're like, we can't (laughs) say George Bush blowing the Christian right. So then I said, okay, we'll change it to tongue darting the Christian right. (laughs) And the network goes okay because I didn't know. So better joke, that's dirtier, amazing. more yeah. amazing. And then I was like, Oh, that's great! Boom, tongue darting the Christian. Did mind. they get
1: any uh,
2: feedback? I don't remember. I don't know. I think no one really like. I they, think those that was they didn't know tongue, tongue, tongue darting, darting. Yeah, you just, it was kind of like Ooh, that. Just like <laughs> swept past me. Yeah. So I mean, so things like that were were great. Or, that's you know, awesome. yeah, we had people get mad. Like we made a shroud or turn those shower curtain. One time people got really pissed <laughs> for a graphic. Um, so there, you know, religion people get really mad about. And so there was just, you know, in, and, and a lot of times we just had to do a different joke, but you have to also know that you have something else in you, you know, you you live and die by your last joke. And that's kind of what's cool. And I think what I love about responding to the world is you, you can't, have an ego about how great the last show was and you can't beat yourself up if it's bad you're always yeah. kind of let's see what happens with the next one and you're always balancing yourself out and so it was like that was one thing about writing a book that was like maddening was you toil and I'm sure it feels like this over a movie too where you toil and toil and toil and then it comes out and then it's like that happened. Yeah. Well yeah. It It's good. They're yeah. going to take what they're going to take from it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't want to have one body of work that defines me. Like that to me is terrifying because I'm not one body of work that defines me every yeah. day. I'm re- trying to redefine who I am and what I think and, and not doing a very good job of it, but you know, Why do you think that? I think you're doing an amazing job. I think you're one of the few people that's creating like the
1: hub of knowledge for people to use and arm themselves with about women's rights and all. The fucking Daily Show is like the best thing I'm told. Your body of work is, but you have a
0: varied body of work. Yeah, but the best people are always the hardest on themselves. That's very true. So I feel like that, and that's why you are so good, because you're you're never satisfied. satisfied.
2: Well, I'm also just all over the place. Like, I have no focus, really. So I'm like, there's Mm -hmm. five million things to do, and like, when you start a it's like wait there i i i know what it's like when you have a structure we don't have a structure because we have like 20 people less than we need so it's like everyone's wearing five hats and everybody's like sweeping the floor and writing comedy and like we came in and liz was swiffering the kitchen i just want to well and ashley was emptying the garbage (laughs) yeah yeah everyone was like like, working like busy bees i mean it's like so so (laughs) it's funny how um you know, you just... And it's also you're not your best self in these situations sometimes. You know, so you snap or you mm-hmm. just, like, you're, you know, whatever. So, you know, that shit happens. Sometimes <laughs> I'm a bitch, I think is what I'm trying to say. Actually, sometimes I'm cunt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, sometimes I'm a bitch. I do, too. People can be
1: cunts and that's life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
2: I know. I often... My, my whole thing about cunt is I often like to use it, um, pair it up with a larger description. Mm. Because if you say someone's a cunt that doesn't really... That just tells me that they're kind of awful. Right. And if you're going to be convincing about someone's (laughs) awfulness, um, you really need to be, uh, have examples and to have detail. (laughs) So it's like, oh, she's a cunt. What does that mean? you know right what she's a bitch or she didn't go on a date with you like yeah. what maybe that
1: you're a cunt, cunt. rejected me yeah. oh i get it oh, oh, yeah. okay uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. that,
2: that's the mra you're the cunt. Cunt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is the mra when mras call you a cunt it's basically <laughs> just you know that whole trail of <laughs> ugliness that i don't even know when that happened when did that happen the <laughs> mra know. movement i don't
1: know i i was reading um the kings what the fuck is that um, blog Kings. I sent you a link to it the other day about oh, right. uh, how outraged mm-hmm. they were that Mad Max was sending f- feminist messages and they were tricking the men with explosions to come to the movie theaters. I'm like, so you're admitting the men are so stupid. They're going to go, is it an explosion? I'm going to go to the movie theater. Yeah. And then we're just tricking you. Like you're insulting men by saying that that's how dumb you are. And it's, just, I know it, it's, well,
2: I want to ta- talk to one of them so bad. You know Have you what? ever talked to one of them? Uh, I've, I've had, um, hate thrown at me from them here's the deal they're all mras are are incredible narcissists because they think that all we're doing is focusing all our time thinking about ways to fuck over them yeah. mm-hmm. it's like you, you think you're moronic suspect? self-involved piece of shit i never consider you think about that you don't cross my mind mm-hmm. yeah Go get a gun.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like yeah. we're just trying to get up the, to the ladder to the same position that you're already in. Like that's what that's what it is. Yeah.
2: Just but it's always there. about taking. I know everyone's very concerned about all the things that are being taken away from them. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, we're not taking. Oh, the <laughs> guns <laughs> rights thing is my favorite. Just split. Or or the, take our guns. Okay. Well.
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't shoot people.
1: Yeah. How about that? Do we take your bullets? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's guns rights.
1: <laughs> men's rights. I want to get someone in men's rights on the podcast. I don't know if they would ever do it. I don't know if they're into like being interviewed uh, w- with, uh,
2: Oh, I bet you could get somebody. Remotely. Oh, maybe, you know, there's a great, do you have your, have you seen the website voices for men? No. Is it sounds like a, sounds it's, a it's either voices for men or voices well, it's of it's men, but men. I think it's voices for men. <laughs> Go to that website and um, see if it can pluck one of those lovelies. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Because
1: those are the people that you I want to get through to, right? Those are the people I want to I want to understand where they're coming from. I what, what is it? Was your was your
2: did your mom treat you like shit? Did five women dump you in a row? And you're yeah, like, You just got to read their what Twitter feed it? and eventually you'll see oh. something about Child support, something about Sarah, something yeah. <laughs> about um, he didn't have the right when she wanted an abortion, or he didn't he was denied access to the kids, or he, some some woman got a some woman got mm-hmm. a promotion over him. There's something, I'm like,
1: and I'm like all these things that they bitch about and complain about. I'm like that's just one little thing. Do you have any idea what it's like to be a, a chick? Like, do you have mm-hmm. any idea how many rights are not in our favor? Like we that we don't have.
2: Well, it just feels like what we're witnessing is the last gasp of people who were given you know were just in charge without earning it right and so mm-hmm. now that, that like that's just we have the last last vestiges of that happening right and so when you see them like they're like rats trying to like <laughs> stay on the ship and then they're panicking and so yeah. they spew all this bullshit because they don't know what to do because people who've actually worked are entitled they're also completely freaked out about the way that they have tamp down on people of color and women that like they're terrified that they we would react how they're reacting like now it's vigilante time bitches you know like like they honestly think that like if we get power we're gonna um it's going to be like the burning bed. Gonna it's just going to be the movie. period yeah, blood yeah. everywhere. Spare period blood and throw them in the fireplace and just you know poke at them, watch them burn. Oh, I remember everything did <laughs> because again they're narcissists and they think that we remember everything they did. We remember enough to make us like. Hate. think that they're douchebags <laughs> yeah, and then exactly. we're moving out with our lives. Yeah. Fucking other guys who didn't yeah. do that. It yeah. Turns out. And do Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, well on that note yes. um, where can we find, so it's ladypartsjustice.com. There's
2: ladypartsjustice.com and then and the show's coming up. the Lady Parts Justice League which Ooh. is we have two two situations. One is a the educational arm of the league so you can join the league or you can go to Lady Parts Justice. Either one, have fun. Uh, and what's the league entail? Like how do I join? What you, would I do? You would go to Lady Parts Justice League Okay. Dot com when it's up in about two weeks. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, It's not up yet, but you can go to our Facebook page and like it and Twitter. And there you can, um, look at like crisis pregnancy centers. Think about how you want to maybe help clinic workers. Like how can you participate in being a support system for people doing really hard work? That sounds wonderful. So that's really fun. And then lady parts justice is where we like give you all the legislative information you need. We take on politicians. We give you some facts so that you can like be armed with shit um, we give you the real deal. So, yeah. and is
1: the donation still happening? With uh, you have a number of celebrity mm-hmm. comics. Oh yeah, that and, ends. When will this air? Um, next Friday. This next Friday. So a week from tomorrow. So the fifth, June fifth. Oh, it ends
2: June fourth. Oh damn it! Yeah. Well, we're, we'll tweet well, we it out. We can anyway. tweet it we'll out. We'll tweet it out. Yeah, tweet it out. Yeah. So you can always donate. You can always do. You know, the work. The work is uh, is never done. But yeah. Yes. But you're doing. Good and we work. have the carnival, is. which is really fun. At the Queen and we're going to be performing, and we're really yes. excited. And so it's a big grown ass carnival in New York. Please come. It's going to be really fun. It's like five bucks to get in. We have all kinds of carnival games. We have amazing prizes. We have everything from Mets tickets to spa packages to like oh, purses God. by Olive. What's that brand? Olive and somebody, I get my some fancy. Army. So do I. Says there's fancy shit like Laura, a whole Mac thing, Sweet. like spa, mm-hmm. spa shit. Like it's and it's June 14th, off the right? Charts. June 14th, the Creek in the Cave from okay. three o'clock uh, until seven thirty. You can play poker with like a lot of, some of the poker players from the show, Louie. Um, yes. We have some special guests, Allie Sheedy, uh, Kathy Najimy. The they're going to be running <gasps> oh, the awesome. um, Ted Alexandro, you guys. And then at night, it. we're having our crazy sexual storytelling show. And what's really fun about it is that so people are going to tell their stories. We're going to have some stand up and we're going to have people telling um, some sex exploits. But then what I've never seen before that I'm excited about is so someone will be able to tell their story, and then we're going to have a sex expert from Babeland, a doctor, and yes. me. And we're going to be like, okay, wait. So when the butt plug goes all the way up, like what like what can you really yeah. do? Like, how can it? So, do you, so walk you walk can, around. You so we get to we get to have follow up questions <laughs> to the sex story. Awesome! From like the medical person to the you know you could have actually had one more orgasm if you had done blank or whatever the stories are. Nice. And oh, then I I'm can't just, wait to hear yours, Karen. Uh, yeah. Highsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> I'm really excited about that, and I'll get tickets now because that's gonna sell So yeah, it's going to be really fun. And we'll include the link in the description and everything. Um, thank you so much. You guys, Liz. thank you so much. Thank it's you. been so awesome. fun to talk to
1: you. Everybody go to ladypartsjustice.com and form yourself, donate. I'm do fucking do. so excited for you. I'm so excited that you created this. This is awesome.
0: Thanks. Thank you for coming. Um, well, thanks for coming. Thanks. I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I come and I'm glad I came here. <laughs> same, same. This, this has been another episode of guys. We fucked the anti slut shaming podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.